Cantos forty six to forty eight of Book Four of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om One Two Three. Canto forty six, Sugriva's Tale. How, King, cried Rama, didst thou gain the law of sea and hill and plain? I told thee how. Sugriva said, From Bali's arm my Avi fled To Malaya's hill and strove to save His life by hiding in the cave. I told how Bali sought to kill His foe, the hollow of the hill. Nor need I, king, again unfold The wondrous tale already told. Then wandering forth my way I took By many a town and wood and brook, I roamed the art from place to place, Till, like a mirror's polished face, The whole broad disk that lies between, Its farthest bounds mine eyes had seen. I wandered first to eastern skies, Where fairest trees rejoiced mine eyes, And many a cave and wooded hill, Where lilies robed the lake and rill. There metal dyes that hill adorn, when springs the sun to light the morn. There, too, I viewed the milky sea, Where nymphs of heaven delight to be. Then to the south I made my way, From regions of the rising day, And roamed over Vindhya, Where the breeze is odorous of sandal trees. Still in my fear I found no rest, I sought the regions of the west, And gazed on Aster, where the sun, sinks when his daily course is run then from the noblest hill i fled and to the northern country sped saw himavan and meru steep and stood beside the northern deep but when by bali's might oppressed even in those wilds i could not rest came hanuman the wise and brave and thus his prudent counsel gave I tell thee how Matanga cast thy tyrant that his head should burst in pieces should he dare invade the precincts of that tranquil shade. There may we dwell in peace and be from thy oppressor's malice free. We went to Rishamuka's hill and spent our days secure from ill, where with that curse upon his head the cruel Bali does not tread. Canto forty seven The Return Thus fought in quest of Sita went the legions of King Sugriva sent. To many a distant town they hide, by many a lake and river's side. As their great sovereign's order taught, through valleys, plains, and groves they sought. They toiled unresting through the day, At night upon the ground they lay, Where the tall trees whose branches swayed, Beneath their fruit gave pleasant shade. Then when a weary month was spent, Back to Prashravan's hill they went, And stood with faces of despair, Before their king Sugriva there. Thus, having wandered through the east, Great Binata his labors ceased, And weary of the fruitless pain, Returned to meet the king again. Canto 
brave Satavali, to the north, had led his banner regions forth. Now to Sagriba he sped, with all his host dispirited. Sushim the western realms had sought, and homeward now his legions brought. All to Sagriba came, where still he sat with Rama on the hill, before their sovereign humbly bent, and thus addressed him reverend. On every hill our steps have been, by wood and cave and deep ravine, and all the wandering brooks we know, throughout the land that seaward flow. Our feet by thy command have traced, the tangled thicket and the waste, and dance and dingles hard to pass, for creeping plants and matted grass. Well have we searched with toil and pain, and monstrous creatures have we slain. But Hanuman of noblest mind, the mighty lady yet will find. For to his quarter of the sky, the robber fiend was seen to fly. Canto 48 The Asur's Dead but Hanuman still onward pressed, with Tara angered and rest. Through Bintia's pathless glance he sped, and left no spot unvisited. He gazed from every mountain height, he sought each cavern dark as night, and wandered through the bloomy shade, by pool and river and cascade. But, though they sought in every place, of Sita yet they found no trace. On fruit and woodland berries fed, Through many a lonely wild they sped, And reached at last, untouched by fear, A desert terrible and drear, A fruitless waste, a land of gloom, Where trees were bare of leaf and bloom, Where every scanty stream was dried, And niggard art her roots denied. No elephants through all the ground, No buffaloes or deer are found, there roams no tiger, pod, or bear, No creature of the oud is there. No bird displays his glittering wings, No tree, no shrub, no creeper springs. There rise no lilies from the flood, Resplendent with their flower and bud, Where the delighted bees may throng About the fragrance with their song. There lived a hermit Kandu named, for truth and wealth of penance famed, whom fervent chill and holy rite had dowered with all surpassing might. His little son, a ten-year child, so chanced it, perished in the wild. His death with fury steered the sage, who caused the forest in his rays, doomed from the tower to shelter none, a waste for bird and beast to shun. They searched by every forest edge, They searched each cave and mountain ledge, And thickets whence the water fell, Wandering through the tangled dell. Striving to do Sagriva's will, They roamed along each leafy rill. But vain were all endeavours, vain, The careful search, the toil and pain. Through one dark grove they scarce could wind, So thick were creepers intertwined. There, as they struggled through the wood, before their eyes an Asur stood. High as a towering hill his pride, the very gods in heaven defied. 
when on the fiend their glances fell, each braced him for the combat well. The demon raised his arm on high, and rushed upon them with a cry. Him Angad smote, for sure he thought, this was the fiend they long had sought. From his huge mouth by Angad felled, the blood in rushing torrents welled. As like a mountain from his base, uptorn, he dropped upon his face. Thus felt a mighty fiend, and they, through the thick wood, pursued their way. Then, weary with the toil, reclined, while leafy boughs to shade them twined. End of Cantos 46, 47, and 48